Welcome to Even Field, the sports podcast that puts women first. I'm Josie, and today I'm here with Amber. Hi, I'm Amber Moten. Uh, I'm here on Even Field, and uh, yeah, I work for Lee Enterprises. I'm based in Omaha, just not in the office, and I love women and girls sports. Yeah, and we've got quite a bit to talk about today, so we're going to try and hit it, I don't know, pretty quickly here. Um, obviously, the big news is Nebraska Volleyball um, on a whole lot of fronts. Um, the smallest of it is, obviously, they won their spring match um, sweeping Wichita State um, for a sold-out crowd. Apparently, people camped outside overnight to get tickets to that. That's what I heard, and they were sold out pretty much immediately yeah. when they went on sale. It was like an hour. Yeah, it's insane. Which is how long it would take to get through 2,000 people. <laughs> right, exactly, and really to get out to where they played. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But I guess it's not really a surprise when you think about it. I mean, no. as much as Nebraska is a football state, it's really a volleyball state. Honestly, I mean, <laughs> who has the better winning percentage at this point it's clearly Nebraska volleyball exactly um, which is why it wasn't a shock to me but apparently it was a shock to a lot of people when they sold at memorial stadium which i know they did it as a stunt to try and get you know back the regular season attendance yeah. record but is it really a stunt when you know what's going to happen and it sold out so quickly it oh my god three days and that's like three staggered releases yes of tickets yes like it probably would have been a day oh well it maybe not well, because the ticket thing was so broken. Oh, true. Only true. because it, the ticket system kind of pulled the Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. But but they would have sold out eventually. But yeah. And the numbers right now don't even count like the luxury suites and those attendants. Yeah. And I don't know if like the Omaha student, the tickets that are like reserved for them have mm. sold yet. Oh, that's true. So we only have a number. That's true. And then I kind of have two questions off this. Like one is with the opponent being UNO. Are we going to get the quality of volleyball? Well, last season they went five sets with them. So, I mean, UNO obviously hasn't been to the tournament, which is sad. And I think a lot of that has to do with how the Summit League handles their postseason tournaments. I have a lot of thoughts on that. <laughs> um, we don't need to get into it. We're going to put a pin in that and come We're back to we'll it. We'll come back to it <laughs> when UNO inevitably is like <laughs> number one or two mm-hmm. in the summit and then loses right. in the tournament. And I lose my mind. Um, even though they usually lose to like USD, which is where I went to school. Gotcha. Okay. So it's like weird. Yeah. Me. Anyway, pin in that. Yes, it probably will be actually pretty good volleyball. Um, it's early season games. So it'll still be like, I mean... <laughs> Nebraska looked really good in the spring game, but they'll still have lineup stuff they have to shake out. Mm -hmm. Like, so I think it'll probably still be really good. Um, The UNK Wayne State exhibition should be good, too. I don't know a whole lot about those teams, to be honest. Um, Right. But that should be good. Um, No idea who the concert is yet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And can you imagine the people, are they going to let more people in, like, on the field for the concert? Like They're selling on-field tickets now. Okay. So I don't know. And also, I'm kind of like, what they should do is I don't know how they would pull it off, but if they could just not set up the concert stage. Yes. And, or have the concert stage on the volleyball court, but that might ruin the volleyball right, court. Right, right. I don't know. But I like know, so bizarre. But they're really they're really gonna need to get that volleyball court as close to the fifty yard line as possible. Right. Well that was my other question. So I went to the men's final four, the championship game when it was in Dallas in mm-hmm. the cow- in the Cowboy Stadium, and I had really good seats, like halfway up the lower level. And I spent the whole time watching the screen. Yeah. And granted, the screen there dwarfs the court. But still, <laughs> I wasn't watching the actual action. I could yeah. have just watched at home on TV and been a lot more comfortable because those chairs are not. 
Yeah. So what's really the viewer experience going to be like if you're in person? I have no idea. I managed to get tickets for my Ooh. fiance and son. I have to work the event. <laughs> um, so I will not be there. I will be here posting stories off of it. Um, but I can let you know that. I'm sure I'll have okay. plenty of Snapchats yeah. <laughs> from that day. Sounds good. Yeah. But I do think it's pretty awesome that a college, a women's college event could potentially be the number one attended women's sports event I know. in America. It's just crazy. Which before it was what? USWNT versus China in the World Cup. Uh, yeah. So that's yeah. pretty awesome. It's pretty insane. Um, it took a lot of people by surprise. I <laughs> I saw a lot of comments that are like, there's nothing going on in Nebraska, clearly. And I was like, oh, my God, you haven't you seen. You do not understand you, volleyball <laughs> like, you don't Nebraska. Understand. <laughs> like, you have no idea how talented these women are. Yes. Um, just crazy. And I'm so excited for, like, all the, like, the club teams and the high school teams. I just get to go watch this on, like, mm -hmm. such a big stage. Like, God, that's going to be exciting for them. I it's exciting for me, and I can't even go. <laughs> I know. Same here. Like, I went to the Creighton um, Husker game when they – set that record before mm -hmm. Wisconsin went on to break it. And that was just awesome and fantastic at the CHI Center. So I can't even imagine how electric it's going to be there. Yeah. Do you see Kelly Sheffield, the Wisconsin coach? I did, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting. I don't think they can sell out Camp Randall. I don't think so either. Because I wouldn't want to sing Camp Randall. Oh, good. goodness, no. no. Um, but I am excited to see what they tried to do to top this. Yeah. I don't know if they – I mean, they have a great fan base. Mm -hmm. I don't know if their fan base is the whole state. Right. Right. Um, Especially with the excitement that they're having with their new football coach and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> they got a big competitor. I didn't even think about the Luke Fickle. Is that yeah, Luke right. Fickle. I should know this. <laughs> <laughs> all I do all day is read practically all Husker football stories. <laughs> and then this podcast. Um, but you should probably put pin now in volleyball. Right. Um, move on to softball because yes. our college teams are closing out the regular season. Uh, this weekend, Nebraska, pretty good spot right now for, like, the Big Ten tournament-wise. Um, they're currently fourth in the Big Ten. But they are coming up such a bad loss to Northwestern. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. What is it? A three-game losing streak all to Northwestern. And didn't they get mercy ruled? I, I think for two. I, the first one. I the first one it was five. Or it was just. Yeah. Or it was just. Yeah. First one was that, and then they lost two late leads in the last two games, and I, okay, to break this down, Northwestern is number one in the Big Ten. They went to the College World Series last year. It would have been so great to not lose those last two leads, yes. win the series. I mean, I don't think they would have overtaken Northwestern in the standings. I would have to, like, really look at the standings and do a lot of math, and right. I didn't do that. Um, to prepare for this podcast but like <laughs> but it would be a huge confidence boost for the Huskers especially going into it's Ohio State this yeah. weekend and it's their last it's the end of season you know and Ohio State's in the group of like I think it's three or four teams that are sitting right behind the Huskers mm -hmm. like they're going to want to beat the Huskers um, because sitting in the fourth position you're sitting on a first day bye mm -hmm. in the tournament which like that's like, such a good thing for your pitching staff and it seems like they could score, not counting the first game against against Northwestern. Yeah, no. But they, they could score in the second, too. So was the defense just letting up? Like, I have, I, my, is I, it they're getting close to finals and they're tired? I don't I know. Mean, I, like, honestly, those losses were so mind-boggling to me. <laughs> like, I, I couldn't tell you what yeah. happened. 
I don't think the coaches could tell us what happened. Uh, I think they were just really frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kind of have to forget about that because they have to beat Ohio State, or they kind of like they're safely in the, <laughs> in the, the tournament, tournament. But like, they could really that momentum would be would, a huge bo- yes. bonus, and they could really screw themselves over. Yeah, if they don't win this. They need to win this. Well, this will be an interesting weekend because they do play Ohio State Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I believe, barring knock on wood, any rainouts that would. There better things. not be any. Yeah. It is fan appreciation weekend there if you go to Lincoln to watch it. It's giveaways every day. Oh, nice. Yeah. I think the second day is a Herbie Husker t shirt, which I assume is a new Herbie oh, Husker. So yeah. That revamped. <laughs> yeah. The old one, basically. Yeah. I yeah. So if you really want one of those shirts with. <laughs> I, I don't know what it looks like for the softball one, but yeah, you could get one. Right. And then Creighton. Creighton. Creighton's at the bottom of the Big East. Um, but so, okay, first of all, they're going to close out the regular season against St. John's. Why is this important? Because in the Big East tournament, it's a six-team tournament. Uh, for reference, Big Ten's 12 teams. Currently, St. John's is sitting in that sixth spot mm. in the standings. Now, would that matter since they are currently at the bottom? Usually no. However, if <laughs> by chance, let me just get my paper out because this is a little bit long. So if Creighton were to sweep St. John's, um, which would be very impressive, um, but also Providence is swept or only wins one against Villanova, and DePaul is swept or only wins one to Georgetown, technically Creighton would move into that sixth spot. So there's a chance. And we do have the calculations up on a whiteboard right here. She just wrote it all out. Oh, yeah. It was <laughs> <laughs> it's like a point three 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 win and like it knocks St. John's down and up. And like, yeah, it could happen. It could happen. They there's could a chance. It. And it's Krista Wood's first year as coach. It oh, would be really be huge. It'd be really huge. Um, is that likely to happen? I don't. <laughs> I mean, well, technically. A, yeah. Mathematically possible. Possible. Just not. That, so I will say there is a high chance that Providence gets swept by Villanova and or only wins one. Mm-hmm. Same with DePaul Georgetown. Mm-hmm. Those are likely. Can Creighton beat St. John's? Mm, so is, it all hinges on Creighton. Yeah. That's a little bit of pressure. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> we'll see how that I turns out. I don't know how that's going to go. Yeah. Um, Omaha, second summit. They are safely in their um, tournament at this point. Six teams as well. Um, they closed the season against uh, North Dakota State, who is okay. right behind them right. in standings. So that's more of a bragging rights kind of yeah. closing series. So they're, they're in a pretty good spot. They've had a really good season. They've won 27 games at this point. So, like, good for them. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot to say on them because they're, like, in the most secure spot. Exactly. Yeah. Teams. It's uh, the least amount of drama. Least amount of drama. Good for them. Cameron Meyer just became their all-time strikeout leader. Congrats to her. Um, yeah. Like. Excellent stuff over there. Not to say that there isn't very fast and great in, but like you and know, you guys are like steady this season, and I appreciate it. <laughs> it um, makes things easier for us, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you mentioned, but you are a track coach. Yes. Um, so now we're moving on to my favorite topic. I <laughs> am the head coach at Mercy High School here in Omaha, girls' school. Um, we're we're having a lot of fun this season, but we just uh, had our RCC, our River Cities Conference Championship yesterday. And you had some problems. Oh, we did. Um, our bus no-showed. So, um, Which I just don't understand how that happened. Yeah, I mean, the good news, I guess, is that 
it's not the first time it has happened, just not to our team. It happened to another Mercy team. Um, and then when I, you know, shot off a quick email to the meet host, which was South Sioux City, who put on a great meet, uh, I found out that it had recently, it had just happened to them over the weekend. What? So... This is not an isolated event, um, probably all different bus companies, but still it was a scramble. We had to um, break the girls up into different groups. <laughs> Coaches drove, you know, we used the school van, a couple parents, shout out to the Mercy Monarchs track and field parents because they are fantastic. Um, we named them the Monarchs of the Beat Aww. because without them, I don't know how we would have gotten everybody up there on time, but we did make it on time and we... Um, yeah, we got to compete. So that was great. Yeah. You had a few personal records. I we think. had 18 girls yeah. get new PRs. Um, our best finisher, uh, we had a girl place second in the 400, Sydney Molesker, which was awesome. She also placed in the 800. You know, we did bring home a handful of medals. So uh, it was pretty exciting. Um, you know, and we're we're happy with PRs. Obviously, we, we want to win. And mm-hmm. um, we've got districts coming up next week. Uh, classes A and B, I believe, are on Tuesday. Yeah. I think C and D are Thursday. I could be wrong. That sounds right, <laughs> but I'd have to go look at my whiteboard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Usually, we're Tuesdays and Thursdays for meets. But um, it's been a lot of fun this season. They're, so they predicted they, meaning um, someone who's related or affiliated with prep running nerd predicted that 10 all class records state records could potentially go down Mm -hmm. and so far like the girls have really been representing um right now metro conference is going on and so they've got a lot of different records that are on watch um but so far right now lincoln Pius X's Kate Campos, she's broken the 300 record, 300 hurdle record twice. Yeah. So she broke her own record. It was like back to back weeks too. Yes. Yes. Um, So she is also the first Nebraska girl to go under 43 seconds in the 300 hurdles. Congratulations. Which is (laughs) pretty amazing. Um, And then she broke the record of a girl who went to Millard North, who then went on to be an Iowa State Cyclone, as was I. So. You know, a little bit of a interest there. Um, but yeah, so she's also chasing the 100 hurdles record, which she technically broke at the um, HAC meet, was but it, it was win? wind dated, okay. so it didn't count. That always um, makes me so sad. I know, because it's like, uh, also when you see the elation on their face, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, asterisk, sorry. <laughs> By the way, wind is like five miles too fast right, right, right when it's just a little bit over. Um, and then there's also, I believe the girls all time long jump record was broken, but it was also wind aided. Um, so that was, sorry guys, I'm trying to look through my notes really quick. Was that Amari, uh, Lang? Um, it was either Amari Lang or Lademi Davies. I believe it was Amari Lang. Yes. Yeah, I have that one written down. Yeah. So she went 20 feet, two and a quarter inches at Metro's. And that was right after Lademi Davies jumped 19, 10 and a half. So those girls are going to be battling it out. Yeah. Pretty awesome. That's so long. (laughs) (laughs) I would like look at what I was jumping in high school and college and I'm like, okay, that's. I'm like, that's. That's on me. Four of me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then there also were like the class B high jump record um, right now, I believe is five foot 10 inches. And um, Carson Leeling of Sydney already has part of that. Like she's tied it. So there's a chance she'll get it. And then the all-class record for girls is 5'11". 
Oh. So she just just bit. an inch, but I mean, yeah. That's huge when you're yeah. jumping over a human being. Um, but yeah, that's still incredibly impressive. Um, there's also EJ Brown of Elkhorn South. She's cleared 5'8 and then 5'9 during the winter. So she's right there. So oh I think gosh. that record over the next two weeks between conference districts and state, I guess it's three weeks, could be going down. So I don't know. I think it's pretty important. And then like you look at smaller schools, they're also making a lot of noise. Like last year, um, Catherine Kerrigan of Ainsworth, she was fifth in the 1600 in Class C. She's currently ranked seventh. So oh. we could see her move up. And she's also fourth in the uh, seventh in the 3200. She's fourth in the mile. Okay. Um, and then there's a sophomore, Lily Kenning from Milford, and she's leading both of those events by huge margins. <laughs> and it's just kind of like, as a sprinter, looking at how fast they're running the mile and two mile, it makes me tired. <laughs> I just, I'm like, one lap is enough, so that, we're good. That's fair. Yeah. I completely understand. <laughs> <laughs> and then, sorry, I have one last story. There is Kaylee Pribble of Meriden. So she has a chance of breaking the Class D pole vault record, which is 12 feet, 3 inches. And right now she has a best of 12 feet even. So, again, just, air quotes, 3 <laughs> inches, um, but th- which is huge, but also she's not that far off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my last pole vault note is Alyssa Onum of Kearney Catholic. So that's a class C school. So she's only pole vaulting because she got a concussion that took her out of gymnastics for six months. Yeah. And six months of gymnastics training missed is a lifetime. Yeah, no, it's a lot. Yeah. So she retired from gymnastics, took up pole vaulting, and she vaulted 12 feet even in Columbus. That doesn't shock me. With gusting winds. Right? Because gymnasts are typically amazing yeah. pole vaulters. Well, like, yeah. Like, um, I, when I was in high school, one of our, like, top varsity ones wouldn't like we were not a big high school so she was not going to get recruited Mm -hmm. to do gymnastics in college but she got recruited to pole vault and she was really good at it and then she did diving too i think which also doesn't shock me right did you know that diving was created by gymnastics gymnasts practicing i didn't but that also does not shock me (laughs) (laughs) another thing that i look at and i'm like yeah no i'm not doing that yeah no (laughs) i just think of how much it like probably hurts hit the water when you go uh-huh. down wrong be, uh-huh. no 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 the bruises no thank you um, yeah, so, yeah hard pass so that's my track talk we've got districts coming up for everybody it's pretty exciting yeah state tournaments this May. starts the 17th through the 20th yes because 17th 18th are class a and b and then 1920 are classes c and d and all of that is at burke which rumor has it they might be trying to move it from burke in the future wow Someone rumors are saying that it might be moved to Kearney, which mm. when you think about it, it's not really that much more convenient for the people from the far corners no. of Nebraska. And there's more stuff to do. Yes. In Omaha. You can turn it into there's a vacation. More there's more hotels. There's more places to eat. A lot more there's just a lot. Eat. So that should be interesting. Huh. But I believe this year they are bringing back the all class all star meet. Oh. Um, once the season's over so well, that'll be good yeah yeah that'll be pretty fun all right uh, high school soccer we did not forget you we just <laughs> it's not that we don't know anything about you we th- there's just nothing solidified yet <laughs> right there are so many schools still in sub districts or they i think a couple games are tonight sub districts okay so sub districts has ended it right. ended last night there are still Class A districts, so Class A should be pretty well shaken out, but I wonder if some of those like wildcard points are going to come back with Class B, and then that's going to mean that right. the Class B uh, districts, which are this weekend, mm-hmm. and on Saturday. Yes. Um, 
which shout Don't out matter. to the Mercy Monarchs. Total homer here. They're going to be playing. <laughs> I don't know who they're playing because it was not posted online yet. Yeah, nobody knows. Nobody. <laughs> I mean, the Class A districts, they know in their, right. who's going in their finals. Um, notable, Gretna, still undefeated. So um, if I were going to place my bet on a state champion, I would guess they're going to repeat. Um, but they're playing Bellevue West tonight. Mm-hmm. So that should be a good one. Yes. And I will say that I did catch on the news the highlights from the Lincoln Southeast game. Wasn't there like a penalty kick that won the game? I'm not Am I right? 100% sure. There probably was. I, to be honest, I did not read our soccer recap last night. Gotcha. Because, because there's so much unknown. There's just so, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know anything until tonight, but I don't know who gets wild card spots. So. Right. It's such a, it's like calculus trying to figure out how. It all works. Yes. Yeah. No. And I was not great at calculus. So I did a lot of calculus, but I, yeah, I, <laughs> no, it's above me. Um, shout out to the people that do that because it's not, I could not. It's probably like a program that does it, <laughs> honestly. Probably, but either way, someone has to run the program. This is a good Someone point. had to write it. That's true. So. Um, so, soccer, we see you. We just don't have anything we'll to have say. We'll have more next time. Yeah, next time. Not now. Um, but anyway, thank you for listening. Um, you guys have a good day. Don't forget to check out all of our other podcasts on Omaha.com, such as Pick 6, which does Husker football and other Husker-related things. Um, Half Court Press this is Creighton and Nebraska basketball. we got Prep Zone podcasts covering high school sports. So thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.